0: All right. Good morning. Welcome to Teaching Others Also. December 22nd, 2021. And we're uh, coming up on what's called Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, that time of year. I don't know how you deal with it and celebrate it. I hope that you are absolutely looking for the positive side of the fact that we think about the coming of our Savior at this Advent season. I realize that there's probably a good chance that Some people aren't even going to take time to listen to these things, but maybe you'll listen later. But I feel like we ought to keep doing it, and it's a great time of year to be thinking about it. This is not the time of year that we are going to think about the resurrection and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the beginning of that Advent, His first coming. So we're talking about the value of troubles. We're in... I guess, my goodness, I guess we're in about the eighth day of this. And didn't know it would go that long, but I sure am glad. I mean, it's been a blessing to me, and I trust it'll be a help to you at some point. Today, we're going to look in Romans 5 again, and we're going to look at this thing of hope. Hope. And when we think about it, when he said, let's pick it up in our passage, in verse 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So when that peace is interrupted... Not the peace that you're going to heaven and all that, but when the, when the peace of God is interrupted, we should stop and do some troubleshooting. Slow down, slow is smooth, smooth as fast. By whom also we have access. So we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace. When we stand and rejoice in the hope of glory. And someone says, well, don't you feel like you're repeating yourself? Oh, absolutely I am. Absolutely, you know, if you've ever had to do anything that required skill, you better repeat it. And once you've become good at it, you better keep repeating it. Doesn't matter if it's shooting something. Doesn't matter if it's running numbers, uh, shooting like a basketball. You know, throwing a football, whatever. Doesn't matter if it's shooting a gun. You you have to stay up on it. You your marksmanship will be directly proportionate to your frequency of practice, of remembering, of repeating. I uh, the the greatest thing I can do is put you in remembrance of the things that are essential in the Christian life. And he says, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. You have a standing, you have a state. Your standing is if you're saved, you're you're sealed for heaven, etc. Your state is whatever condition you're in right now. Your walk with the Lord, it what you're going through. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Now, watch. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. We don't just glory in the work of God in the past. We don't just glory in the work of God that He has settled things and secured things. We glory in tribulations also. Why? In this life, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. You have need of patience, you need patience. And someone says, "Well, I wouldn't pray for patience cuz troubles will come." Okay. Let's say you don't pray for patience, but I know this, as soon as a tribulation, a trouble, you know, a trial, a distress, a need, a, a hardship, a difficulty, a, you hit a rough patch, they call it rough going, delays, that kind of thing, when you hit them, you need to start practicing these truths. So knowing that tribulation worketh patience, Patience, experience, and today we're going to talk about experience, works, hope. Hope maketh not ashamed. That is, hope helps us not to be disappointed. It's not ashamed as in blushing, but it's ashamed as in disappointed. It's ashamed as in God gets bested by the world. Why? Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So, tribulation, so troubles, we're calling them, the overall thing, troubles, okay? Troubles are meant for you to have the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the process. Now, this thing about hope is important. It's very, very, very important. For way too many, it's been boiled down to the other side of this life. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen hebrews 11, 1, verse 2 for by it the elders elders obtained a good report so it was by faith then as now just the manifestation was different so faith is the substance of things hoped for faith pleases god he is pleased when we exercise hope Okay? It's the substance of things hoped for. When we behave in hope, the Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear Him, in those that hope in His mercy. Psalm 147, 11. But I want to read you the verse before that. Verse 10. Look at verse 10. He doth lighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The legs are the largest, muscle in a person's body it's your power i remember doc saying that these fellas go you know they lift and they'll do curls and they'll do uh bench presses and all that's good push-ups have done hundreds of those through the years but he said keep your legs strong that's how you stand i remember i had an injury pretty serious injury and i was getting antsy had had to have a cast on for a certain number, and I was getting antsy and trying to do things with the cast on that I shouldn't be doing. I went to the doctor and he wasn't even a Christian. He said, You are a Christian, right? I said, Yeah. He was from India actually. And he said, And you God's called you to be a what you guys call a preacher, right? I said, Yeah. He said, How are you going to stand for God on one leg? I said, Okay, you got me. I will follow the rehab. <laughs> That was a long time ago. That was about 1975. Yeah. A few years ago. And I'm saying to you that the Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him and those that hope in his mercy. Hope is a real important thing to God. Hope is a powerful thing. Don't don't downplay things that give people hope out there in the world that's a genuine kind of hope. Some of y'all are so negative about this world. You're so negative about the situation. You take comfort in the fact you're going to heaven. You take comfort in the fact that things are going all to pieces. And I'm going to tell you what. You allow yourself not to pray like you ought to and care like you ought to and put fervency into your prayers. That's your safeguard against being ashamed. Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. That's your safeguard. You're like the person who is about to get beaten. They go, well, I really wasn't trying. It didn't matter to me that much. That's a safeguard. It's pride. Be careful, child of God. Now, you can't make your happiness based upon who's in office, who gets doing this and reading the news and who wins the trial and who does all that. No, it's not about that. What it is about is we don't lose our hope in God the hope of the righteous shall be gladness but the expectation of the wicked shall perish proverbs 10 and verse 28 we flip over here proverbs 13 verse 12 powerful hope deferred maketh the heart sick but when the desire cometh it is a tree of life <clears throat> when you're hoping for something and it's delayed meaning it requires patience and experience don't let experience teach you the negative side of it You've got to temper it with the hope that it and the love of God shed abroad in your heart. This is a time of year they'll sing hymns about the advent. There's a great little song. I remember this song as a child and I knew nothing about God and when I came to Christ and heard this the first real time I heard it sung at this time of year it I, I remember I remember for years the words and I didn't know what they meant okay? It's, a, it's called, O Little Town of Bethlehem, and the words were written by a fellow named Phillips Brooks, who was a noted soul winner of his day. Many years ago, I had an original copy of uh, some of his lectures that were delivered in 1877 at Yale School of Divinity, and it says, O Little Town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light, capital L, the Lord Jesus. Ready? The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. I have never those words rung out. And when I come to Christ and I heard that and, and I was like, that's, that's that phrase. I knew I had that phrase memorized just by hearing it as a teenager and had no idea what it meant. But it it was so profound. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight in Jesus Christ. See, hope is an essential. The right kind of hope is essential. I probably have mentioned this in the last year, but true story. The little boy was sick. They thought he wasn't going to make it. Put him in hospital. They're treating him. But the school decided to send one of their substitute teachers that would fill in sometime to personally send her to do lessons with him, to try to encourage him. And she she said, I don't think I can do it. I don't know if I can handle the emotional side of it. And they said, we need you to go. And she went, and she did good. And a while later, the boy recovered. And they asked him one time, they said, you know, to be honest with you, we thought you were too far gone. And he, she, they said, we saw a notable thing happen when you started doing your studies. And w- what was that all about? And he said, I got to thinking that I was probably going to die. And I was laying here and feeling worse and worse. And then this teacher showed up one day. And when she showed up, I thought to myself, well, if they thought I was going to die, they wouldn't be taking all the trouble to send a teacher to talk to me and teach me. So they must think I'm going to be okay. And he said, it changed my whole attitude and I started feeling better. Now that didn't heal him alone. He was in, <laughs> you don't send him home and no medicine and stuff. But hope has incredible power. So he said in Romans 8, verse 24, eight twenty four, for we are saved by hope. Well, we know we're saved by grace through faith, okay? But what he's saying is our hope in God. Watch. For hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? When you've got the package, the present in your hand and you're looking at it, you're not hoping for it yet. You know? All the little rules about don't shake the gift that's under the tree and all that kind of stuff. But if we, verse 12, if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. You see all these passages, how tied together they are in your King James Bible, how powerful this English is. It is so powerful. Chapter 12, chapter 12 and verse 12. You know, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, you prince your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Well, in verse 12, as he's given them a list of things, one of them is rejoicing in hope. Too many people's hope, okay, is based upon... Primarily based upon stuff not happening. Oh, I hope this doesn't happen. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Now, listen, hold it right now, today. Mark it down. Teamwork is essential. It's essential. Paul always wanted somebody, a team. It was Barnabas. It was Silas. It was Timothy. It was Titus. Because I know this, and maybe you're not like me, I have to be reminded. Of what it says. I have to be reminded of what I said. Hey, remember? Troubles. Remember? Patience, experience, hope, love of God. Yep, you're right. But that's the great thing about it. Is the power of it. He said in, in chapter 15, verse 13 to the Romans. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Me, you, everybody. We want to be keenly aware of the troubles and then walk through God's process of dealing with them. How awesome awesome is that? Now, I guess we're going to have to deal with this next one tomorrow, but, but make a note that what we do in our life is influenced by our hope in God. He talked about some plow, some thresh. He said, if we have hope in this life only, which we're going to talk about tomorrow. Listen, there are some who have no hope. They have no hope. If that, that There are many, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, many who have no hope. Many who lose their hope as Christians when they have to bury a loved one. Early in life, I had to learn that lesson. I thank God I did. There's a great value in troubles if we go through them as a Christian. I pray you'll take this word today and give it some thought. Give thought to the Advent. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. See you tomorrow.